Welcome back, guys. Wannabe Pundits. Another episode today. Brad, how's it going? Yeah, I'm uh, feeling quite refreshed after the international break. There was uh, some new content out for everyone, which was uh, exciting for us to to put out. But no, I'm good, mate. That's good. Yeah, it wasn't a bad interview the other week with Aiden, wasn't it? It was. Uh, it was very interesting to get a, get the aspect of um, of someone at a professional. A higher level than us, Alex. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, it's good to get his experience on the game and talk about his career. But we've got another guest coming up very shortly, don't we? We do. We um, we're not going to disclose that information just yet. But no, uh, but um, yeah, another more, guest. More to come. A uh, bit more diverse content to come. Indeed. I'd say. But another special episode. We've got a regular listener slash viewer slash guest who's almost probably starting to invest shares at the moment. Matthew, welcome back. Hey guys, thanks for having me back. It's good to be back one on one or. One on two, not just the roundtable special, but back on the main episode. It's not just the Liverpool propaganda on the roundtable special. <laughs> yeah, a bit of, bit of privilege for you. Bryce and Dylan and Sean would be a bit jealous, but that's all right. Boys, how's your week been? You've Anchor's had a trip away, end of the end of season trip down to Mollymook. How was that? Yeah, um, yeah, it was good. Uh, I think there was a group of sixteen of us went down to uh, Mollymook. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll keep it short and sweet. Matthew can probably elaborate on on what I'm going to say, but. Um, it was just uh, nice to get down and let off some steam. Um, it's a pretty hectic year this year. A lot of stuff's happened, and it was nice just to get out with a few of the boys mm. and um, have some drinks and some games and some laughs and that. So, um, yeah, it was good. And uh, Chelsea got the win down there as well while watching, and that's a bonus. But, Matthew, do you want to...? Yeah, it was, really, it was a really good group of guys. Just keep, it, just, just keep this G rated for, for the guests. <laughs> this please. is an explicit episode. No, no. It's all yeah, let's keep it G rated. <laughs> no, it was good. The group of guys that went... Um, we all get along really well, so it was really good. Even though there was 16 of us, everyone was real close. We had the Friday I got down there after work, and everyone was pretty tanked by the time I got there, so I had to catch up, That's um, which isn't always the best thing, but I managed it. Uh, had a little bit of a sleep in on Saturday. It wasn't that late, 9 o'clock, so I even got up at 12, I think. Yeah, right. Um, but, yeah, Saturday we did a um, 8v8 sort of drinking game sort of tournament thing, which we didn't make the duration of because of... For obvious reasons, we started pretty early, but yeah. now nah, it was a good trip away. It was fun. That's the way. That's good. Um, back to Premier League. Fans are back next week, boys. Uh, 2nd of December, off the top of my head. Um, they'll come out of their lockdown. So from then, it was the 5th. Next week. I think next week. Will. So I know the I know the lockdown ends in the UK in the 2nd of December. It'll, it'll be interesting. So but it's this time next week, pretty much. We'll see fans in there. If you're a, tier, if you're a high-risk area, you'll only have 2,000 fans. Uh, low risk areas will have four thousand fans. So, what do you reckon? What are your thoughts on that? I, I don't. Re- I don't know. You could clarify this for me if you know. I'm not sure. What's the um, the the way it's going to run in regards to who gets priority with these tickets? Because yeah, obviously I, you've got season ticket holders. Yeah, I don't but know. Like, how many season ticket holders are there for the big clubs? Like, oh, loads. 30, majority. Thirty thousand. Oh, no, majority. 40, majority of the ticket majority holders are. Because I've I've read people on Twitter that go over to England looking for tickets, and they have to message people that have. Their Scampers. own tickets they yeah. sell. Yeah, they so sell their own season tickets or their so um, allocation. Every time, yeah. Every time I've watched United, I've had to buy my tickets from the scalper because you can't get tickets at the ticket booth. Yeah. And most of my clubs I've watched, I've had to buy my scalpers. And we, I know where United sell their like spare tickets or like you know tickets they do sell at the booth before they get sold out. It's the um. The shootest part of the stadium? Yeah, literally it is. It's so bad. Last time I was there, I was watching Everton United 
Bryson. Oh, <laughs> who, are you, who are you going for in that game, Alex? <laughs> United. But um, I couldn't see the dugout bench. Yeah, so it's obstructed. Yeah, like I, I was, I couldn't even see like the sideline. Like I was real, I was pretty obstructed for most of the games uh, to, for a little section. But do you remember how much the tickets were? Or oh you God, don't remember? Um, I don't know, probably about nearly hundred bucks. Australian dollars. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, it's not too bad. But even though it's probably shit seats, but. Yeah, you still pay that. Seats, but yeah, I think if I go back, I'd spend a bit more to get a good seat. But yeah, so if you say that there's, say, ninety five percent capacity of a stadium is um, season ticket holders, yeah, I'd say so. Then how are they going to decide these two? Maybe I don't know. they'll Maybe... do like a tick off list, so they might go the first two thousand. Yeah. Um, in the eight, like in alphabetical order of last names or something. Yeah. If ticket holders get this game, this game, but then people will start complaining probably about like. Oh, but we only got a Carabao Cup game or something, and not a Champions League game or a yeah. Premier League game. But. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, because fans can't drink, they can't stand up, they can't talk, they can't <laughs> chant. I think, they're, I think they're allowed to breathe, but that's about it. <laughs> depends what team you're watching. Yeah, it depends what team you're watching. Your buddy. I don't think it's worth it. I think they should yeah, just so? be, especially in England, like, they're, mm. I don't know, they're I, up I and think down. I think they should just... Just continue to stop everything until they get a yeah. handle of it enough that they can go back to normal like we are. We're not totally back to normal yet, but well, at least we can have half a stadium or three quarters yeah. of a stadium, and it, and it makes up for it. You can't well, have 2,000 people in a Premier League stadium. Since so, COVID, the biggest crowd has been Game 3. The origin, origin in the 50, world. In the, in the world, 53,000 yeah. at Suncorp up there. But I think what will happen is, because it's coming up to Christmas... They're gonna they end in the lockdown now, yeah. Where there's everyone would get ready for Christmas. I'll have Christmas together as a family and a certain amount of people over or whatnot. Yeah. I guarantee you, after New Year, watch them go into a strict lockdown, and the fans won't be allowed back in, or Premier League will be on hold again. If there's no vaccine, that's, that's do you that, think if there's no even with a vaccine? I guarantee you because the UK again twenty odd thousand cases a day, six hundred deaths a day. So they're still crazy numbers. I know this is off topic with us. Premier League, obviously, but I was seeing on TV the other day that the, the in Oxford in England, the university, that their vaccine is ninety five percent accurate yeah, or something. Do you think that if that comes out next March, February, March, when it's supposed to, do you think if they get through that period, they just won't even bother with the lockdown and just start feeding out vaccines to go back to normal because it's easier to adapt with it rather than stop it over there? Especially I, I for think the Premier League. I, I think you're better off going into a lockdown and still throw out the vaccine out there. But a lot yeah. of people don't want to take it. But look, there's. Yeah. I think as soon as the vaccine's like re- readily available to mm. to the country, they should get it to the the most vulnerable, so the elderly people with respiratory problems. Yeah. Then I think if you're a player that has COVID, it's not a problem because if you're a professional athlete, if you're a general, if you're the ninety nine percent of pe- or ninety five percent say. That it doesn't affect at all. Mm. The only reason why you get put in quarantine is because you don't want to give it to someone with those problems. So if those people with the problems are covered, yeah. Same with Australia. I, I truly believe once the vaccine comes out, you give it to those two tier people, yeah. and then life should be able to get back to normal, even though if me or you say haven't got the vaccine. Yeah. yeah in my opinion, we're yeah. just resting it over, whereas it won't cause the life. In my opinion, but mm. I don't know that that probably probably won't happen. It's not very it's not very PC, is it? Yeah. More ethical, yeah. I guess under the under the the law, I guess. Guidelines, health, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting, but no one's gonna listen to three bikes doing a podcast. COVID talk. Football,
Exactly. But um, back to the Premier League. What were your thoughts on the rounds? Um, from my point of view, it was uh, personally it was it was quite good. Mm. Um, I think there's a few controversial, not all controversial, just a few solid talking points from the round. I guess Arsenal's a big one. So Matthew's on here. He can express his thoughts on that. Already shaking his head. Um, <laughs> I think. Brighton were very impressive, I yeah. must say. Yep. And they certainly shocked me, especially the way Villa was playing. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, well, I don't think it was crazy shocking, but there was a few little talking points. Yeah. If I wanted to sum it up like that. Yeah, I think from my perspective as a United fan, I was I was not happy. Like I'm not gonna lie, I did spend most of my time on TikTok. <laughs> I was very I was very you bored. Yeah, give it, give us do. a dance, mate. Give us a dance. No, <laughs> um, give, it, give us some uh, eeny meeny mate sing, sing, sing us some bit of number 7 action for you oh <laughs> god um, oh, but wow. yeah no but overall there's a few things that were I kind of expected like especially from Spurs City for Spurs to park the bus and counter and for Man City to play their typical Guardiola tick attacker style I think for me it was to be expected but yeah no as you said Brighton played well and there was a few good goals throughout the game some individual players did play very well as well and seem to be getting back on their feet and fitting into some newer players, fitting into squads as well, which is good to see. But yeah, Matthew, what were your thoughts? Well, to be honest, because we were away the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I watched two games. One was the Chelsea one because we all watched it. Yep. The few cruises, that was fun, wasn't it? You're getting a bit fired up because we're a little bit too loud while you're trying to watch I it. I was trying to watch it and I was getting We were just getting off. rowdy with the cruises. <laughs> and I also watched the Arsenal one, so I'll get into that later, but yeah. I saw highlights and that sort of stuff. The Spurs game, when I woke up and saw the Spurs one, I thought they would have... It would have been one of those games like we've been talking about on the round table where they go attack sort of thing. Mm. And then when I looked at the stats, I was like, oh, like they must have... Sounds weird saying they got dominated when they won 2-0, but they really took two chances, two goals through the legs, and then yeah. City couldn't score. But, yeah, they set up well tactically and they got the deserved win. Yeah, that's football, that's football. Let's jump into some transfers. There's a, bit of, there's a fair bit going on. And I'm not going to lie, from the Arsenal department, there is a little bit going on as well. And um, just to add with the transfer uh, segment, Alex, mm-hmm. um, we'll, when you read your your source out, I guess, or whatever you're going to say, yep. we'll, we'll rate <laughs> tomato or barbecue. <laughs> we'll, uh, bit of mayo. <laughs> we'll, we'll give us a rating out of 10, and 10 being, like we that. believe it's like it's a done deal, and one okay. meaning it's uh, fake news. Very good. Right, this one, this report here, Arsenal and... Christian Eriksen have reportedly gone in for an offer for Christian Eriksen with a swap deal of Granite Xhaka. Uh, well, I say this every week when it comes to articles. So on the weekend, there was a whole scuffle with Tierney, mm-hmm. Alioski and Xhaka. Because apparently Xhaka and Alioski are both born Albanian, mm-hmm. so they know each other. Everyone thought he was sort of, sort of, I can't think of the word, like sort of getting friendly with the enemy. Yeah. He got angry, so therefore Arsenal fans are angry at Xhaka. So therefore an article is made up that he's going. Right. We need an attacking midfielder because we can't create shit. You've got one, but you just don't want to use him. That's yeah, fine. we've got one that's yeah good enough for most teams that yeah. just won't do anything, that won't get played. No, but, that's um, fair, that's fine. Yeah, that's put two and two together. We need someone that's out, uh, someone out of favour, like Ericsson, Jacques yeah. is on the outer because people are angry at him. Yep. So let's put it together and make an article. I think that's zero out of ten. That's not happening. There's no way I would want or see Christian Ericsson at Arsenal. Okay. Like, why would you go out and spend money on him when you have Ozil sitting there? Yeah. To me, they're the same. Yeah, that's true. I'd say, yeah, I'd probably agree with what Matt said. Um, 
but I won't give it a zero. I'll give it a one. Because okay. you can never write anything off a of football can No, you? you can't. But yes, yeah, yeah, I'd give it a one out of ten. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd, I don't see this move happening at all, to be fair, but we'll see. Um, Everton are planning to move in January for Dan James to go on loan. Well, I, can see I, I can see that happening, actually. I can see that happening. Um, he did come on on the Champions League this morning. And he did score. He did score. Um, but yeah, I can see him happening. Just get a bit of game time under his belt. Like, he's still a young lad. So... Yeah, well, I think it's down to United's movements. I don't think yeah. it's down. So if United were to bring in a winger in mm. January, then I'd probably give it a maybe a seven, a six or a seven. But yeah. as of now, I'd probably give it a four. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go with four or five also. Um, name pronunciation is going to be wrong here. Um, Hossam Oria. Oria? Is that right? Oa. Oa. Hossam Oa. Yeah, Arsenal after him. Yeah. In well, January. We- well, I think I've said this before on the podcast. I think I think might have been on the round table with that talking about the agents. Well, he mm. was apparently done deal until his brother wanted twenty million. Yeah, you, fee yeah, or you did say that. Yeah, and all the reliable sources were saying that he wanted to go, and then all of a sudden, last minute, he didn't. But no one knew why. So apparently, that was why. Okay. I can't see us. I don't know if that Saboz lies in your transfer rumors as well. Mm. But I can see us going for him in January. Because yep. he's really cheap compared to OR and going for OR in the summer. Mm-hmm. But I can also see, I just feel that if we continue this way, yep. that they're going to have to bring... Because the um, the Premier League squads are ro- registered till December or January until mm-hmm. they have to... till the next window, then they re-register the players. Yeah, right. I can see if we can't get anyone in January, that Ozil has to come straight back into the squad. Yeah, yeah. So I can see that. Um, for, the, for January, maybe a five. For next summer, I'll go an eight. Okay. Brad? Uh, once again, my ba- uh, my number is probably purely down to um, the attitudes of other clubs. I feel like if Juve or someone comes sniffing for him, or someone else, yeah, I, I don't. I'm not going to rule it out. I'd probably give it a six. Mm-hmm. Just in general, I'd give it a six if it's in the summer or not. Yeah. But um, I think if other clubs after coronavirus, because a lot of big clubs didn't have the money, yeah. Um, next summer, um, you just never know. Okay. Depending on Arsenal and how Arsenal goes, well, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't really looked into Arsenal's transfer targets and rumours, but yeah, I'm not sure with this one. So, but I'll just go off what you said, Matthew. Yeah. Um, heading to the other side of Chelsea, um, a particular player is willing to take a pay cut to secure a loan move in January. Giroud. Who do you reckon? Giroud. Nope. Um, plays for Chelsea. Plays for Chelsea. Kepa. Kepa. Thank Christ for that. Yep, so Kepler is willing to take a pay cut to secure a loan move in January, supposedly. Well, so. Well, look, if you're looking at it... What's he on weekly? Uh, 100, 110, I think. But he... And a packet, oh, yeah, of, pack, and a packet of gold coins. Higher, though, <laughs> yeah. No, no, uh, yeah. But as far as goalkeepers go. True, but... but when yeah. he's, he's probably talking to his agent all the time about the situation. Obviously, it's quite mm. clear cut now that he's the number three keeper and I think that Chelsea don't want him anymore so I think the best move for both parties is him leaving especially on, like even if it's a loan with an option or obligation or even yeah. a loan just to get the wages off the books mm. I think it's a, the right move for all parties in that situation so I'd give that I'd give Kepa moving on loan mm. probably a seven okay yep see that happening in January or next summer uh, in January less likely next yeah. summer I'd probably give it an eight this summer, uh, no, I, can see him. I can't see him going on loan unless there's a fee. But he's only going on loan just to get it 
I'm off the books. Yeah, you're getting okay. playing. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Um, and loan fees. Everton, Atletico Madrid, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Barcelona are all in the race to sign Napoli, Napoli midfielder Fabian Ruse. So good player. Yeah, good player. Rate him. Um, yeah, so they're all after him. Yeah. Um, Jorginho could be following Sari next season. Sari's gone, mate. Yeah, I know about where he's ended up. Oh, just following yeah, Sari. That's, that's that's purely Italian. That's a that, purely, that's, an Ita- that's called like the that, Italian job. That journalism is purely like made up. Like yeah, made up. Placing to yeah, I wasn't yeah. sure. About, I wasn't sure about that one. I was like, mm, is it? Yeah, yeah, Sari starts. What if Sari um. It's a job coaching the Brisbane Strikers next year. Directly will go up there. Yeah, he will. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and Bill Queensland <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, as always, Man United are still interested in Jaden Sancho. Shock horror there. Um, this is an interesting one. I thought Dean one. Henderson's been linked with a move to Celtic. Ah, uh, zero. You don't Dean know. Henderson. Massive step down for Dean, Hem- Dean to Henderson. Be if he's if he's one of the best goalkeepers last season for Sheffield in the Premier League, there is no way in hell that he'll leave and go to the Scottish League. Maybe a loan towards a hair leaves, or yeah, yeah, it's a loan. It'll be it'll be a loan move. But Gareth Southgate has told him that he won't be a first team keeper for England if he's not playing regular first team football. Yeah, which is understandable. Pickford's just so good. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Um, Bahrain being linked with a um, move to Manchester United, which is good to see. Zero. I would love to see this to happen. Once again, putting two and two together, world class defender. You need a world class defender. Let's, let's link them. Yeah. Zero. It's doable. It's <laughs> gonna happen. This is a good one. I thought um, Seville, Everton, and Arsenal have been interested in Isco. I reckon if any club secures him, what a signing, and that'd be the perfect fitting for um, Arsenal. It's perfectly fitting at the moment because of the way we're playing, but if we were to go out and get the other two that I said... No, I'd rather Isco. Isco is different class. Isco, I, I can't see Isco getting back to how he used to be. He's 28 years old. He's still young. I know, but the other two are... One's 21, one's 23. Yeah, but Isco is I still think, though, like, looking at Isco at the moment, he's sort of dropped dropped off the, the radar a bit, but I feel like he's, he could... If he was to move to the Premier League, he probably could bring that, you know, that La Liga... Like a bit like Hammers. Like, like that La Liga... You know how the league of players come in, like Sanchez yeah. and Pedro, Pedro and all yeah. that, and they and they sort of just the fringe, in. the fringe players turn, yeah, really, yeah. Good. Especially the older, experienced ones, yeah. well, not older, but middle age like him. Yeah. So I, I, if someone did bring him in, I think it would be a good time. All the teams: Arsenal, Sevilla, and who else? Everton. Everton. Watch him go to Sevilla. Hmm. They love dealing with each other in Spain. I don't know why. Um. Moving on. Sorry, I was a little Do you want to uh, let the listeners know what you're doing there, Alex? Are you looking at transfers or are you looking at... I was looking at the other T. Uh, trying to secure himself. I was trying to secure himself. Yeah, sorry. I was, I was on a different transfer He's list. He's trying right? to secure himself some tits, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving to um, Liverpool. Um, Barcelona and in, we've known about Wijnaldum being linked with a move, but Inter Milan have joined the race. Wijnaldum. For Wijnaldum. I can only see him going to Barcelona, to be honest. He hasn't signed a new contract. Mm. Um, I know it's sort of like Ronald Koeman, like the Dutch connection sort of story. Yeah. But I, I don't see him going anywhere else other than Barcelona or staying at Liverpool. Yeah. Um, back to Arsenal. I don't know this is going to be the bloody Arsenal episode of the moment. Uh, Jesus Christ. That's what happens when you're struggling. Players get linked with your left-right centre. Welcome to my life. Yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> um, Mustavi's been linked with a move to 
Barcelona. Bit of a shock move here going on. Yeah, I think that, I don't know. I, th- I don't know what you're gonna say. So. I think he's desperate to yeah. win the Champions oh, League. Oh, hundred percent. That's why he's staying. And like 100%. I said, that sounds stupid saying that, but if you think about it realistically, two frees and seventy million for one of the best young strikers in the world mm. position they're struggling at. Look at Spurs against Spurs. They didn't look like scoring. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, um, they're desperate for that. Manchester United um, have linked into Milan's Ericsson as well as with a swap deal for Fred. So, yeah, I see that. I, I, see, I can see that happening. I don't think you need Ericsson. No, you don't. No, we don't. You've got Vanderbeek. Vanderbeek, in and my Bruno. opinion, is more effective at this current point in time <coughs> than Ericsson. Ericsson hasn't yeah. been playing well at Inter. Yeah, I feel like Ericsson's attitude's died off a little bit because at City, not City, sorry, he, at Spurs, he, towards the end, didn't really want to be there when. And you can tell the way. And you can tell the way he was playing. And if you watch that All In or Nothing, you can see it. Yeah. He was dying to get out of there. Went to Inter. Now he doesn't want to be there. You know what I mean? I, I still like think though, you know what, touch. you know what he's got in his locker. Like if, he, mm. if you can utilize what he has in his locker, yeah, then he's like a world class creative midfielder. Yeah, hundred like, percent. He's like unreal. But we haven't seen that side of him for a few years now. So um, that's a question mm. that I don't even know what I'm saying there. <laughs> <laughs> Question um, needs to be answered, I yeah. say. Yeah. Um, Romelu Lukaku was linked with a move to Man City as a replacement for Sergio Aguero, as he's getting a little bit older and a little bit more slower. City. City? No. Um, no but, no, hang on, I haven't finished yet. Bumping on all zero. Inter put a 100 mil price tag on him, and City were like, yeah, no, nah, thanks for coming. No, thank you. Haaland, 75, 70, 75 million, that's what they'll 70, do. 70, I'd rather Haaland than Lukaku, 100%. 75 million euros, I'm telling you now, every top club in Europe is going to be... Um, in for Haaland this summer yeah. and it's going to be down to him mm. so it depends on where he'll want to go Pep Guardiola has told Man City to sign Jack Grealish who would cost them ready for this 100 million I think we also spoke about this on we, the we round spoke, table we spoke we? about this on the round table I don't think he's worth 100 million I think, think he's, he's worth no way. 60 if that I reckon 65 I feel I still think it'd be a waste if he went to City because uh, he's gonna obviously any team he goes to from now, he's not gonna stand out as much as Villa. But yeah. I think like like a Spurs or an Arsenal, he'd be more suited to, where they need mm. a player more like that. Whereas, you know, City I'd, got De Bruyne, they don't need. You know, I'd love to see like Grealish that. play. Where Dortmund, career mode. Yeah. I just love I just the way they play. Yeah, that's a career mode sign. I think he'd be heaps cool, like good to watch. I reckon his career would be would grow so much. 
If it was three yeah, years ago and he was worth five million, yeah. they might get him and then sell him. Oh, yeah, no, it's not realistic. Yeah. I just said, I think he'd fit really well in there. Mm. Uh, Luis Alberto from Lazio has been linked with Juventus, Everton and Inter Milan. He'll go to Juve. They'll just add him on the Yeah, bench. add him to Juve. Yeah. Um, Christian Eriksen's popping up again. Um, swap deal with, uh, where is it, sorry, uh, Real Madrid's Isco. And also um, Dortmund's after him as well as a straight buy. The Real Madrid one, I can see, as, out of all the ones you've said, yeah, the that, most likely, because they were linked with him when he was in form. Yeah. But, nah. Mm. I think he's staying. Um, heading to London again, about Eriksen. Um... I don't know how true this is. I want to look into this. Um, Spurs apparently want to buy him back. No, fake news. That's, no that's got to be fake. So I'm, no I'm going to look, I'm gonna look into that. We're getting on re-back too. What? Uh, We're getting on re-back. Just, <laughs> it just reminded me, um, talking about transfers, I did see... I, I, don't, I can't remember who what the source was. I saw it on Twitter, so it might just be... Matthew, Matthew probably has seen it on Twitter. About Ozil in regards like next season, because like, he's not going to re-sign. He wants to stay in London. Where, like, if you, yeah, as an that. Arsenal fan, that was where, my next question. Where would you want to see him go? And obviously, where wouldn't you want to see him go if he stayed in London? Let's be honest. He goes to any London team, so not Spurs or up Chelsea, any lower London team. You know he's going to have an impact, and it's just going to make all of us shitty that he didn't play the whole year. Do you know what I mean? Like, any if he went to West Ham, Palace, Fulham, which he's not going to. There's no way he'll go back to Turkey. He no. went back to Turkey, 100%. What, what did he say in the thing? Like, I don't know how Willie and all that want to stay in London because they've got restaurants and all this sort of stuff. Why did his he... wife, isn't it? Oh, his wife's Turkish. He's in his house. Yeah. Why would you want to leave that but house? But he's got a house in Turkey. Yeah, but his best mate's the president of he's, Turkey. His company's in Turkey. I know, but his house in England's different class. And he's been linked with that team. He's I'm probably, not going to try and pronounce it. How long has he been at a bloody Arsenal for? He's been there for young. 2013, 14. Yeah, like, he's been there for ages. He's, he's obviously comfortable. He's probably got children there, go to school, don't want to leave friends and stuff like that, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he, he probably likes, a, he loves the Premier League, obviously, you know what He I doesn't mean? have kids, does he? No, he doesn't have kids. The, the, the thing with the whole she, argument about wanting no, to stay pregnant in London. Now, oh, she asked her, that's what I saw. I can't remember. Oh, it's been that long since Ozil's been relevant in my mind because he hasn't been playing. Yeah. I don't think he... Because I know this. I sit- think for him, uh, ideal move is um, Tottenham Hotspur because of Mourinho. Because he's played under Mourinho before. Well, that's at, not happening at, that at Madrid. Because that isn't well, ideal move. That was like Jack Wilshere apparently said he had offers to go on a play and pay contract to Spurs, and he said he'd rather retire because yeah. he couldn't do that to Arsenal fans. Oh, Even if it meant resurrecting his career, mm. it meant too much. Now the Urzel thing, the, the team you versus more in that back of Shearer or whatever. Yeah. They were linked with him at the start of the season and they were the only team that had any sort of credible source. They've got, they've got a lot of good players. But right. they've replaced, they had Adebayo. Yeah. And, f- no, he's not playing, was he? Adebayo, no. He, he, they've got Demdebar up front, they've got Raphael they had, right back, Skirtle at the back Rubinho as well. They had playing for him. Yeah, so, they've got they so released him at the start of the year and that's why people thought that they'd go out and get Urzel because this is their first year in the Champions League. Mm. So if I see him playing again, it'll be in Turkey. He's no way he's playing for another Premier League club. No. Might end up back up in Germany. Might win the championship. No, that's just it's just so disrespectful to him. It's just no. He's going to sign. The How old is he? At thirty-two. He's going to replace Adam. He's going to replace 31. Adam Lafondre. Is he only season. bullshit? He's only thirty-one. Thirty-one. Or yeah. If he's only he's thirty, he's, he's only thirty. Same age as Bamiang. I'm going to look this up. He's only thirty. I want to say thirty-two. Thirty-two. I want to say thirty-two. Yeah. Um. But um, while you're looking that up, Brad, I'm going to. Yeah, I just get. He's thirty-two. He turned thirty-two in October, so yeah, just thirty-two. Just thirty-two. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it is me. Oh, he's ten years older than me. Bloody hell! It's not like we're in the top. Like you know, back then when we played um, 
like you guys, we beat in the cup final, beat the, we're playing that real hard style where we have to defend in numbers. That doesn't suit him. But when you're versing like leads away and lower teams, you need to be able to break that down. Yeah. He has to be playing. So everything that comes up with those just pisses me off. Yeah. But I the agree. proof's in the the proof's in like the pudding when it comes to age. Like Bamyang's a year younger and he's still your best player. So I mean, like you can't just reward him the huge new contract because of how good he is. If he wasn't good, they wouldn't have given him the contract. They gave Urza the big contract when he was 27, 28. Uh, 28. What, the one he's on now? Yeah. Was, was it five years or four years? It was four years. It was three with an option, which is the one he's taken now. Oh, he takes So it. he was 28. Yeah. Uh, and no, he was in... No, 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 20, 29. 29. Because he's 32 yeah, now, okay, so yeah, it's three so, years. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't know where he's going to end up. It's interesting because I, I, I can't see him moving to West Ham or Palace because... I feel like the two, the, the two, the, for, me, the for me, the two little of clubs and Tottenham because of Mourinho. But as you said, will an ask ex Arsenal player go Tottenham, to Tottenham? If, if Mourinho was at another club, yeah, but not Tottenham. But Chelsea. Mourinho, Mourinho mm. loves his players and he love he loves players that work hard off on and off the nah, ball. Have, you heard, hard have you heard the way Mourinho talks about Mesut Ozil? Like I've got I've got Mesut Ozil's autobiography. It's forwarded by Mourinho. The words in that about him mm. saying he's the best. Creative player he's ever coached. Yeah, to be fair, he said he made Ronaldo as good as he was when he was at Real Madrid and yeah. Ronaldo. I know that's this is years ago, but he has has him in such a high mm. respect. I've, I've seen Arsenal play at, in Champions League a couple of years back against Basel at the Emirates, and for me, one of the best players I've ever seen was Özil. He was at the ground at the at Emirates. Yeah, he was one of the best players I've ever seen. His touch and his passing. And he's just everything. His awareness was Don't, unbelievable. Yeah. He's up there, probably. Like I've seen Messi play as well, but I think Özil uh, is just something different. Yeah. So you're saying let's not let's but not. Me, no, but me, no, Messi wouldn't perform like Bryce how said? Messi does. Like no, let's it, not. It was, it was a dodgy. It's a dodgy friendly game against Brazil in, in, at the MCG. Like yeah, you know, let's not confuse the We're not saying that Mesut Özil is Lionel Messi. No, We're saying that he has. Alex that saying same... he's better than Lionel. No, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he is, obviously. On, the, on the days I saw him, yeah, he has the moments in him. He used to have those moments in him where he could. I've seen Prem players come out in interviews and on Twitter and stuff. So one today, Troy Deeney said they every time they versed him, they thought they were playing on Mars because he's an alien. Because yeah. how good he was and what he did was out of this world, not just because he looks like an alien. Yeah. But yeah. No, like I said, I always get into it heaps when Ozil comes up because it really frustrates me that he's not playing. I just, I just love to know what. Like, obviously, there's a re- there has to be a reason. Everyone knows now there is a reason. All political. They will never spill the beans on what. Unless Urzel does as soon as he will never spill the beans. He's too respe- he respects the club too much. No one will ever know. Yeah, but anyway, moving on, we're going to come back to Arsenal and Chelsea. And oh, yeah. this player has been li- is um, been linked with the three big clubs in London: Arsenal, Tottenham, and Chelsea. Um, he's the defender. Any guesses? Uh, Jimenez. Nope. What league? A he plays in the Bundesliga. Bukano. No. Zakaria. Nope. Canate. Nope. Uh, is it Schuler? Ginter. Nope. Klosterman. Nope. Place of Bayern Munich. Alaba. No. Um, I've got no idea. Jerome or Borotang. No thanks. Nah. You got Thiago Silva. We don't so, need him. We've got enough centre backs. But yeah. So yeah, interesting that. So they're the um transfers. Yeah. Of this week rumours. So some are obviously rumours, some we just think are absolute rubbish. But most, most, <laughs> yeah, most rumours are most transfer rumours are rubbish, and there's probably about one two percent that actually do happen. But yeah, 
But let's talk about Guardiola. Brad, what was the little thing you were going to announce? Um, yeah, well, I've just uh, been watching some uh, some YouTube uh, mm-hmm. over the past few hours. Um, there was a very uh, good topic of discussion, and uh, it caused a lot of uh, heated... Well, I wouldn't say a debate, it was just very heated, just the way it was yeah. presented. Yeah, kick-off. Yeah, um, just about Pep Guardiola and the way in which he's not a fraud... That's not the right word. He's not a fraud. What are you trying to say? Uh, he's a bold fraud. He's a bold <laughs> fraud. No, uh, just saying that he's never... One thing was he's never developed. Oh, he's he, never he, come, no, he's never come into a side and had to build oh, yeah, he's never a to, squad no, to no, win. No, he has come a, in. Every and, club he's been at... And he's had the side. Yeah, so that was the first part of the, yeah. the, the discussion. The second part was about Man City mm. and about how... You look at the Man City team he took over, yeah. and you look at the Man City team right at this moment, and the outlay in regards to points, his team is getting worse, and they're spending more money. Do you get what I mean? So City, when he got they won City, the Premier League back to back. Yeah, but when they got City, when he took over City, yeah, he won the league. Yeah, he won the league again. Since then, in in and in those two title-winning teams, he had Sterling already there, Aguero already there, De Bruyne already there, yeah, um, Company already there, yeah, uh, Fernandinho already there, Yaya Torre, David Silva, mm. etc. All these players that were already there, already developed at City. Pep didn't develop these players, right? Yeah. And now, since Torres, Silva, Aguero has been injured, he's sort of falling a little bit yeah these big players that were developed and now he's trying to develop his own players you'd yeah, say yeah. in the past 18 months he's doing yeah. the opposite of what he normally does he spent yeah. more money yeah than anyone right and his outlay of points are deteriorating right so what, what's your because when you look at I'm thinking about this I was thinking about it in detail before when you look at his career I can't think of a scenario in his career so far where he has sat down and thought my team right now is not good enough I need to develop a title winning team What's no. and for me right now he's in that situation the first time in his career he's in that situation yeah. um, I think he's always had he's always had been at clubs have had money by Munich Barcelona Man City and they've always had the good players Messi Neymar um, who else has been there? Um, Aguero, Yaya Toure, Lewandowski, whoever, blah, blah, blah. Right, so he's always had that. But for me, as terms, if we're going from a, a brand of football, I like that type of football. That's my that's the type of game I like to play and watch. So, therefore, I like Pep in that sense. But I know what you're trying to say. He's not like Klopp, where you look at where he's taken over. Liverpool. What were the Liverpool buddy? Like a mid-table team or something like that? Eighth, ninth. Struggling yeah. worse than like what we are at the moment. Yeah. They had a shocking squad. So, and then you look to where how he's developed them at the moment. The players he's brought in, like Mane, he's brought in, and how well he's developed him. Like, I don't think Mane was that good at Southampton. Well, Mane, Firmino, Salah. Yeah. All brought in. Salah. Well, how you? he was at Chelsea. What was he like at Chelsea? Mane, Mane was better yeah. at Southampton than Salah was before Liverpool. Oh, 100%. I think. Nah, Salah's pretty nah, good. Nah, I reckon Salah's... He was, he was, 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 was
I think he's, 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 improved. A good, he's, he's improved. I don't, he's a good defender, but I wouldn't say he's the best in the world. I know he's bloody Ballon d'Or, whatever he is. Allison as well. But like Allison was in the yeah, top Yeah, even Allison as well. Robbo, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Uh, Robbo and Arnold are probably a, prime, come from are probably a prime example. Yeah. Henderson, Fabinho. Henderson, Henderson yeah, I mean, hasn't improved at all. He's just improved mentally. So, yeah, if you yeah. align these these teams, and I feel like you starting to understand what I mean, you look at Liverpool's 11 and you look at City's 11, when City were winning titles, mm. they're inside that 11. I think they said Kyle Walker, who was already really good when he bought him, and Edison is the only one that they could think of that was sort of developed, even though he was a backup plan because Bravo was shit and Pep wanted Bravo. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's not this isn't discredit Pep's football or Pep as a, a manager like, I still think he's a really good manager but they're saying like Pep has this aura about him like you can't criticise Pep like you can't you can't say Pep you, like you can't come out and go oh I yeah, think that Pep's was... not good in this and that like there's like an um, aura about him like oh you can't criticise him even though what mm. I'm bringing up and what they're bringing up in this video I think was true yeah that was true though a few years ago like you couldn't slam him on anything he was the, probably the best manager in the world. When they brought out their documentary and they were winning back-to-back titles and breaking all the records. But at the moment, he's struggling for his ability. Why doesn't he deserve criticism? Everyone deserves criticism. There's probably only one manager in the league. Yeah. Oh, not this year, because everyone... But, like, yeah, like, overall, it was Klopp's anyone that doesn't deserve it from last year. This year, Mourinho, Lampard, Klopp. They're the three main ones who are doing their job. Yeah. Everyone else deserves some sort of criticism about how they... Yeah. Yeah, but I get what you mean. Yeah, I get what you mean. I, 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 I know topic. exactly what you're trying to say. I think it's a good, good discussion. Yeah, it is point. a good topic, yeah. Especially especially with a Man City fan, it's probably a good... Not a debate, just a discussion about what they think of City fans because they have probably more knowledge than what we have on their club. But If you had to choose right now, so say both your managers got sacked, so yours is looking like maybe you could get sacked. Lampard will be sacked next year when they don't win the league. That's just how it works in Chelsea. <laughs> yeah. um, if you could take Pep or Klopp right now for the next game, for the rest of the next decade, for the next five years, who would you take? Klopp. You'd take 100%. Pep, I'd probably take Pep. Klopp. Oh, I'd take Klopp. Yeah, I can, I, yeah, I can, I can see Klopp. I wouldn't bloody say no to both. But if I like the style of football that Pep plays, so for me, Pep. Yeah, and he That's he attracts good players, so like... And it's United's, United's situation... I feel like Klopp's no, but, at, the, but Klopp's at the beginning of that now. But United's... Klopp's always had that aura about him where he could attract anyone. But yeah. Klopp's now getting that... Like, the way... Like it plays like Mbappe, Haaland. Why are they getting linked to them? Because of Klopp and the way Liverpool are playing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There'd be no difference to Arsenal or Chelsea at the moment if they were doing the same thing. Yeah. To be fair, I'd probably rather Ole. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I think, I think we should move on now. Yeah, anyway, um, let's yeah, get on to nine. match day. Was it match day nine? Was it match day nine? I think it might have been. Is that all? It was match day nine. Alex. Right. Um, we'll go to the first game, Chelsea v Newcastle. Um, Brad, um, well, look, I'll, keep, I'll keep it short and sweet. Um, I think that as an overall, we played well. Yep. Um, defended well, looked quality in attack, um, dominated the game, dominated possession. Yep. Newcastle had a few chances, but it was a pretty safe game overall. But um, I think Werner missed a... F- Two really solid chances. Werner couldn't finish his dinner that, I think that he's, day. I think he's very fatigued, especially this morning as well. You could just tell he's very fatigued. And um, give him a bit of concrete. Obviously, this weekend we versus Spurs, so I want him to start. Yeah. But I think he needs like a good at least one week. Like I'd, I'd literally keep him out of the squad for a game after Spurs. 
just yeah. for literally just because he's just been playing every minute. Yeah. But look, that's just my guess. But mm. no, I think um, I think we all play well. Werner assisted Tammy was unreal. Like that, pa- like the pace. Oh, Werner on that counter attack there was unreal class. Just you just see that this is oozing class. Mm. Even going back to the first goal, it was an own goal, but the ball from Mason Mount was good. Great ball, whipped it, whipped it right around the defence. Um, I thought Kante played very well. Yeah, unreal. Kante, Kante Zuma, Zuma played well. Were my two uh, big Hamik, 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 Hakim, Hakim. Um, played. He's consistent at the moment. Yeah, I think he's consistent. He did played well. Um, well, he got. He played didn't as good as other weeks, but I think he still played fairly consistent. He just offers that that spark um, yeah. attack, but he got an assist to Werner. Werner actually scored, but it was also just yeah, I saw which that. was a pain, but. But yeah, no, he played really well as mm. well. So I think Longstaff for um, Newcastle had a good shot out wide, out wide, kind of out wide, and he hit the crossbar. So yeah, he pulled off a good little trigger shot there. But yeah, so but I was pretty happy with that. But um, the big game's next weekend. So moving on. So sorry, so it ended two 0 to Chelsea. Um, Alex, you predicted three nil. Oh. I predicted two 0 to Chelsea. Similar point to me. Well done, mate. Uh, and Aiden from our special interview last week. He predicted 2-1 to Chelsea, so he was wrong. No, poor Aiden. <laughs> poor Aiden. Uh, next game, Alex. Um, next game, we have got Villa v Brighton. Um, yeah, as I said, um, just quickly, this one, uh, Brighton impressed me, I think. Um, Danny Welbeck got on the score sheet and Solly March on his weak foot. Um, I honestly thought Villa were not wiped the floor. Brighton are always playing good football this year, so... Yeah. Um, Losing Barkley in the first minute didn't help them. Yeah, yeah, Barkley injured. I think that's a totally different result him. if he stays. Um, Welbeck scored his first goal for Brighton. Good goal. Too. Good goal. Took it nicely. Good little chip. He's got a really weird running style. He's such an he awkward does. He runs really awkwardly. I don't know if it's because of the injury. He broke his ankle, I think, year before last when Emery took over in the Europa League. Yeah. I don't know if he's got a bit of a limp because of that or. But yeah, he's pretty uh, yeah. good. Um, Villa's ball um, from the deep free kick. Um, that was a good ball, I thought, and nice little goal from the defender. But Mr. March's um, goal, not bad. Yeah. Weak foot, by the way. Very so good. So he took really that bad, and Lemty got sent off as well. Yeah. Oh, what was your thoughts? I didn't think that was red. I did not think that was red at all. Do you think it was a red card? That's hard to tell. I don't think, because he's got eyes on the ball, and he stuck a foot in to get the ball, but... Yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't, for me, a red card is you do something purpose and, though, and you go into a dirty challenge. It was a second yellow straight red. I thought straight red, but it probably second yellow. I think yellow. it was second yellow, wasn't it? Might have been second yellow now. But I th- yeah. yeah, I thought it was poor. poor but, but, but yeah, it ended, um, it ended 2-1 to Brighton. Yeah, Alex, second yellow. Mm, second yellow, there we You go. predicted 3-0 to Villa. Mm-hmm. I predicted 3-1 to Villa and Aiden predicted 2-0 to Villa. So we were all embarrassingly wrong. There we go. Lovely stuff. Um, let's head to Game of the Round. Game of the Round, match of the round. Um, Tottenham Hotspur v Man City. Tottenham won two nil. Um, Tottenham typical Mourinho style, park the bus, get them Mourinho on the Mourinho shit show, that's what it was. And City typical Guardiola tiki taka football, keep the possession. And yeah, I think Tottenham they did get them on the counter. Um who who assisted Son? It was It was Dombele, but nice yeah, ball. but the movement off Kane to come forward. And to draw Laporte out, which created the space in behind for Son to yeah. run into, then Dombele. That's worrying me how they're playing under Mourinho, if I'm honest. Like, like, well, it's not surprising. It's not surprising, but we said at the start of the year, like, they've always had that solid front two or three in attack, mm. but everything else is pretty shit. Yeah. 
But this year, like, they're playing for him. Mm. They're list- they're- they don't know how to win trophies, though. I know, but it's just something he does. That's the thing. He could be... They brought him in to win a trophy. Like, he's one of the most, like, serial winners in world football for a manager. Mm. So, it is worrying. So, just getting to that stage where yeah. we're out of it. Um, Jesus could Chelsea Liverpool to win it before they do. Yeah, that's true. Like Werner, Jesus couldn't finish his dinner but that night. That's a amount of opportunity. Does Werner live uh, rent free in your head, Alex? Rent free. I think it's just because we hear so much about him and how oh, good he is. I, it's the same with Aubameyang. Yeah. When I talk a lot of shit about Aubameyang, how good he is, as soon as he misses one chance, everyone jumps on it. So just take it as a compliment. I can't remember the last time Aubameyang scored. You don't know I the do. last time he scored from open play? Fulham. First game of the season, Fulham. Really? And then he's penned against United, that was it. Oh wow! And we haven't created chances since that first game. It's I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say that this is gonna happen or anything. But it's pretty crazy to think. Remember, how I said once they get their big contract, and but it's got nothing okay, to do with that. It's he literally has not got the ball. He had. Do you know how many shots he had against Leicester? I mean, against Leeds, one in the whole game. Yeah. He always misses chances about him, but he has twelve chances. He scores three of them, misses yeah. four, and then the other two are saved or five are saves, whatever. True. But true. Yeah. Like Werner. Werner, well, you know that he'll eventually take one. Yeah. He does. Mm. Yeah. Um, Laporte made a 1-1, but the goal was offside. Oh, not offside, sorry. It was a handball to Jesus when the ball came across and Jesus laid it back. Yeah. Um, Harry Kane scored a disallowed goal, which good build-up from the right to left and out to Son, first time back in. Yeah, smooth. In. Uh, La Celso came on, made it 1-2-0. Um, but, yeah, that was the, my little thoughts and gatherings on that. What about you, boys? Yeah, it's just... It was, it was, it was, they yeah. just took their chances. Son with a good finish. Lasalso with a good finish. Similar goals across the goalie under the legs. Yeah. That's poor, it. Poor keeping, I'd say, if you're going through the keeper's legs. If you want to be judgmental, but. Yeah. But. You expect them to get on target, and then it's just the keeper's luck to save it. But I feel Jesus has been rubbish ever since Aguero's. Been he's relied. When they've relied on him. Yeah. Jesus is always good when Aguero's there scoring goals and he has a rest. And Jesus comes on and just continues. Like mm. When it's up to him and he's the leading person, I feel like he doesn't have it in him. Yeah. Another reason why I think I'll go out and get someone like Helen next year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what was our score predictions in this um, one? Yeah, so it ended 2 0 to Tottenham. Uh, Alex, you predicted 2 0 to City. Uh, I predicted 1 all, <laughs> and Aiden predicted 1 all as well. Okay, very good. So wrong. Um, let's head to Old Trafford where Man United t- played West Brom. Alex, you can t- you can uh, take the reins on I'll this. The reins. Um, I thought it was poor form from United. Like we had loads of possession, but nothing was happening at all. Not not a lot was happening. Um, Martial, um, Jesus, and Werner must have had dined together that night because both of <laughs> them could not finish their dinners. Unbelievable. Um, for me, the only two players that played well was Bruno and Tellers. Were the only good players that played well, but Bruno got a pen. As always, woohoo. Um, but West Brom a little bit unlucky, I thought. A little bit unlucky to walk away with no points. Because but they should have had a penalty. Yeah. I can't remember how it goes. How did they go? I remember... But he does... He, uh, Ka- uh, Connor Gallagher wasn't wearing a United shirt, so they didn't give it. Yeah. Actually, but no, it wasn't a given, and then they took it away. They overturned it. They overturned it. Yeah, so it was already... I can't remember now. Um, they gave it. They overturned it. Then the United one they gave, they didn't look at it, and then he saved it. They re- no, the United it. one was a pen. Yeah, it was, but I'm just running through how they yeah. learned about it. <laughs> um, Johnston in goals for West Ham, for West Brom, sorry, um, ex-United player. He played very well in goals, very, very well. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did good between the sticks there, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it wasn't good enough for United. Then you go and watch 
Um, and you watch them this morning. Like I know we played Istanbul, bloody whoever they were. Back but, this year. But we played very well, very well, very attacking side, very good. Very to well. See. Yeah. Very, very, very. Yeah, well. very, yeah. very, very well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was good to see, but good to see Donny start as well. But Donny needs to be starting more, I think. I think United should go back to the old Ferguson way, where you get lots of attacking players on. Well, you, you know what I mean? The refs. And yeah, we'll do that on the yeah. side as well. Go for it. But you know, if you look at the O nine side, Ronaldo, right? Rooney, Berbatov, Nani, Giggs. Um, you know what I mean? Loads of attacking players. And you compare this side where we had Cavani up front, we had Rashford, we had Donny Van Beek. He's a good player. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, nah, he's good. And Donny Van Beek. Like, attacking players there. No, it, you know what I mean? I just yeah. named five attacking players in the same back then. Yeah. Keep it that. We were attacking and counter-attacking so well mm-hmm. this morning. But they morning, did have uh, but, Rio and Vidic at the back, so... Yeah, and that as well. That's another, <laughs> that's another question to ask. Yeah. But... But yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, it was whatever for me. It doesn't matter. We you gotta just take it. It's a win and a clean sheet. Oh, a win and a clean one. sheet. We moved up to ninth now. So. You can't always win pretty. No, but we've got Southampton next, so it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, uh, yes, that will be. Um, Score predictions, mate. Yeah, so one nil United. Alex, you predicted three nil United. Mm-hmm. I predicted two one to United, and Aiden predicted three nil to United. Yeah, right. Next um, guy, Alex. Everton v Fulham. What was our score? 3-2, Everton. Yeah, 3-2 to Everton. What was our score predictions in this, mate? Uh, 4-0 to Everton, Alex, you predicted. I predicted 3-0 to Everton. Yep. And Aiden predicted 3-1, so Aiden was almost right. Well done, Aiden. Um, yeah, DCL scored again, 40 seconds in. Um, leading goal scorer now. Leading goal scorer. Then four First goal was so lucky. It wasn't like he was in the right position, but like... What the flick? You know... The, fl- the flick. The one that just like popped up and he like didn't even know it was in, like didn't even know it was there and then he just went oh, like yeah. tapped it in like you just know you you could get a, like players that are scoring goals consistently that always happens to mm. you know what I mean players that are struggling for goals you couldn't buy those goals. Mm. Um, Everton made it then it was Fulham made it one one Everton came in behind with a good footballing goal two one a lot of Everton's goals I noticed and if you watch them throughout the season a lot of their goals come from out wide. Out from Luca Dean. Yeah, they come out, on the right. Yeah, they come out wide. Yep. So, which is interesting. Um, 3-1, good header. Um, Fulham, we've got a thing for missing penalties at the moment. Oh, that was shocking, wasn't it? That was it? another bad one for Fulham. He did the whole thing where he hit both his feet, so he cancelled it out. He got bloody yeah, sniped. He slipped over. And credit to Lookman, the touch he took out wide for Fulham, and he put the cross into Loftus-Cheek to make it 3-2. Not bad. I, yeah, rated I, that, I rated that goal. That was so good. Still think they're getting relegated, but I think yeah, it was a, a bit more of an improved performance mm. for Fulham, even though they didn't they were they didn't look mm. fantastic, but they still showed it a little bit to Everton. It was good to see Scott Parker in his barnet still. Barnet. Yeah, mate. Uh, so Alex, you predicted We already went through the predictions. Yeah, sorry. No, I, I thought I already read that. Yeah. So we'll go to um, Sheffield West Ham. Yeah, Sheffield West Ham, the Irons versus the Blades. Um I thought it was a bit of a slow start from West Ham, but they grew into the game and they played all right pretty well in the end. Yeah, I don't think um, right Sheffield United are the opposite. They started pretty strong and then they just died off really quickly. Um, I knew once their game plan got figured out how they played last year, they struggled. They're dead last. One draw out of nine, that's it. Mm, yeah, and Halle, Rock I thought it was a good strike. Whacked it. Keeper yeah. got a hand, but you Still know what I mean? It, it, was, it was going in, you know yeah. what I mean? Good shot, um, good goal. Um, boys, thoughts? 
Yeah, I thought uh, Declan Rice uh, played really well. Um, mm-hmm. Showed good uh, leadership and distribution, but uh, I think they ha- knocked a few good balls around. Yeah, I think Haller is really under rated. Not underrated, like he hasn't performed at, in the Premier League yet, like to a level he should be for his yeah. price. He's got more in him. Looking at yeah. him at Frankfurt the season before last, yeah, um, he offers a lot mm. uh, as a striker. So yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know, maybe he might get on a bit of a run now. But he's definitely, like, he's. I think he's worth like. When they bought him, he's definitely worth forty million pounds in like today's market, yeah. like for what he offers and what he was offering, but he hasn't shown it yet. But um, but yeah, I thought uh, West Ham decent performance. Sheffield looked like they're struggling. They created a little bit, but nothing really to yeah catch my fancy. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, a bit boring game in, in some sense, but. Just like the analysis. Yeah, just like the analysis. Um, so, Alex, this will make you a bit happy. You predicted one new West Ham. Oh, woohoo! Go me! Uh, I predicted nil all, and Aiden predicted 2 nil to West Ham. Yeah, right. Uh, mate, next game. Leeds v Arsenal at Ellen Road. Um, Leeds had uh, 25 shots. Hit the post 10 times. Yeah, hit the post 10 times. Um, I know, say it's about 5. Uh, both teams quite even, would you say? Nah. No? Uh, Am I pushing a button here? <laughs> it's weird, because we finally got Aubameyang through the middle. Yeah. But they they were missing our two starting midfielders like that have been playing the whole season. Mm-hmm. So that didn't help with the defending side of it. I thought we defended well. I don't know, I think it was more... Pretty flat about it. There's nothing really to talk about. It's boring as, but they just didn't create anything, and mm. we were lucky that Leno was in goals, and also the post came in a few times because yep. if it wasn't for those two, we probably would have lost. Although I thought our defense was solid, which it has been all season except for the Villa game. Um, yep. Yeah, I think well, they were pretty unlucky not to get something out of it. Even the last key of the game, I think it was like a minute over in the stoppage time, and he still managed to get a shot to hit the crossbar of the post and. Yeah, it was just yeah. a pretty... Usually I talk a lot about Arsenal with the thing, but there's nothing really to talk about. Until we get a creative midfielder in and get everyone playing in the correct positions, etc., mm. we're going to continue to see this because it's getting worse and worse and it's just just tiring now. Yeah. Yeah. Not um, much to talk about. Pepe. Pepe, red card. What are your thoughts, mate? I think he's just the whole pressure of the money and the expectation I think he, he just had a brain snap he'd come out and apologise for it which everyone has those moments um, yeah because he's, not, to be he's not enjoying this football at the moment apparently he's not all the like I always go back to Twitter and what people say like the Lille president come out and said that like oh this isn't the player they signed like he's not enjoying his football at Lille it was although it's the French league it doesn't make a difference if it's the French league or not because it's just still your individual talent you're you're not, he's playing, not scoring you're still playing football yeah, goal he's not scoring cracking goals because the defence is shit he's scoring goals because he's in confidence and he's playing well. yeah. but he said that he's um, he doesn't seem to be enjoying it at the moment he's not smiling as much as he was mm. but they can always take effect but it's just yeah I really don't know with him because the way Leeds set up was perfect because he was they defend one on one I think I was listening to the analysis when I was watching it before the game one of the punters like this is a chance for him because he's going to be one on one with him like he used to be in France Mm. He'd be able to attack him, get the left foot, and create something like he'd be the match winner. But yeah, yeah, I feel like he's just under so much pressure. He needs just to 
He just needs it lifted off his shoulders. But because he never quite, even last year when he scored, he scored um, two in one game. He scored against United. He scored a couple of games back to back to back. He never find, he never got that monkey off his back. Yeah. Even when he was playing good, so. Yeah. But I still think he's got the ability. I don't think people say, "Oh, he's he only did it because of the French league." Blah blah blah. Like he's the type of player that it wasn't that. It was just he was playing with more confidence and happier, that sort of thing. But. Yeah. Hopefully it comes soon. Do you feel like the inconsistencies with, like, he's always on the bench or starting on the bench, starting, like, do you reckon that, that probably take, plays a plays It a does, but also if he's, he's performing if he's performing each week, he wouldn't be on the bench. Mm. Like, if he's banging... Yeah, true, in, but if he's playing, like... If he's playing, like, Salah or, like, Bernardo Silva or Mares, those left-footed right-wingers, yeah. um, Willian doesn't start a game. But do, do you know what I mean? But like, yeah. But, like, maybe, like... I'm not a genius, but maybe, like... From my point of view, like I feel like the best thing for a player that fit is not confident in that. I know it's hard because you need to win every game and you need to put the best team because William might be playing heaps with him training or whatever. But I feel like you just need to string him, you need to start him in like three or four consecutive games, yeah. five consecutive games, even though if he's not putting in yeah. amazing performances, yeah. like just to get him on a run and then like you could utilise him then. But yeah, but that's also for the whole team as well. Getting the same team on paper for five weeks in a row, everyone in their positions will win games. Do you know what I mean? Like, we finally got a Bamiyang playing through the middle, but we didn't have Elneny, we didn't have Partey. We played Jacques and Sabayos in a different way. We had a different left winger. We got, it came, and then Saki came on, got injured, went back off. Like, all these little things. Like, there's no consistency at all. Is Partey injured or...? Yeah, he heard he's... He never, wasn't injured once at Atletico, and he came, got injured in the second game. He's out for two weeks with a quad. Oh, quad strain. So, but yeah. Yeah, mm. so, um... Just dead. Dead game. It ended nil all. Uh, Alex, you predicted two one to Arsenal. Yeah. I predicted one nil to Arsenal, and Aiden predicted one nil to Arsenal. Very good. Um, mate. Liverpool, Dude. Leicester City at Anfield. Interesting game because Liverpool had all their um, injuries well, out. They had their injuries. They had their injuries, but, their injuries, but they top quality. They turned it on with even with and that's what shows. And that's what yeah. The system. That's what shows. Plug any player in, mm. and they're still going to do. Look, you can't replicate. Salas and Yamanes, etc. But you can still put in a good shift yeah. in the right system. And I think that showed. I think with this game, it's pretty short and sweet, isn't it? They sort of just... just th- Liverpool, weren't they? Yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool, they played well. Um, Johnny Evans got a known goal in 21st minute. Diego Jota, uh, 41st minute goal. And Bobby Firmino scored finally in the 86th minute. But I thought for me, Jota, different class in this game. He's been very consistent. And FIFA need to hurry up and give him a team of the week. He's yeah, he's been unbelievable. I thought, um, but yeah, no, it was a interesting game. Like I could say, it was all Liverpool in the end. It was all Liverpool. Like um, Leicester had eleven shots, still a fair few shots. But for me, it was it was, it was all Liverpool. Better team. You can stats look at that as well. Um, but yeah, for me, it was kind of two football insides in a way. Both teams like to keep on the deck, etc. But yeah, no, it was good. Um, but Bobby Firmino's shot where he got um, disallowed for the um, goal decision goal line technology did you see that? where it didn't go over the line yeah yeah the header no the header was only scored it was the yeah the shot the did, have you seen that? yeah the one that was right? dribbling in yeah that was um, it was different because it was just ridiculous oh with the Mourinho meme yeah yeah <laughs> Well, look, I know, Ridiculously but that's, close. that's it. Like, if the ball's on the line... Which that is literally... Point of a millimetre was. <laughs> ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, it was the scores in this game. I'm not going to... That technology is good. 
We can't discredit oh, no. that goal line technology because goal line technology is actually consistent and, oh, yeah. and good for the game. Yeah, 100%. But yeah, so it ended 3-0. Uh, Alex, you predicted 2-all. I predicted 1-all. And Aiden predicted 2-all. Woohoo. Next game. Uh, Burnley have got Crystal Palace at Turf Moor. Burnley won 1-0. Chris Wood opened the scoreline eight minutes in. Um, bit of a mistake from Crystal Palace. Long ball from Burnley. Tried to be a bit of a clearance there at the back, but a bit of a mumble-jumble. Burnley won the ball back, slipped the ball through to Wood, and he finished it, which was took a well, nicely composed himself in front of goal. Um, but for me, very direct game. Burnley have always been direct and still continue to be, but both teams had a few chances. It was quite even this game in terms of football-wise. I think Nick Pope had a... Uh, yeah, Nick Pope, good game. really well. Did you see his save in the last minute? Yeah, I'm really oh, Yeah, the little... The yeah, where he sort of... Yeah, yeah he kind like of that. put his hand up, he slapped it away, palmed it away, whatever you want to call it. But uh, not as good as Bigfoot. Yeah. Let's make that Yeah, clear. of course. It's not as good as Pickford for some reason. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I think, um, yeah, not a lot to report about that game, but I think Burnley just played their old Burnley way. There's not... The diversity with Burnley, mm. like when we discuss Burnley, the diversity in the conversation is so low because we say the same things because that's all they do, the same shit. Yeah. Oh, week, yeah. Don't I don't rate Burnley, so... That's it, mate. Um, yeah, so it ended 1-0 to Burnley. Alex, you predicted 2-0 to Burnley. Yep. I need 2-0 to Palace, sorry. And I predicted 1-0 to Burnley. So I got another point. Woohoo! And you? Aiden predicted 2-1 to Palace. That's the way to Final do it. Final game, mate. Saints v Wolves. Southampton versus Wolverhampton. Uh, um, ended 1-all. 1-all. Even game, I thought. McCarthy scored a good goal. Uh, Neto made it 1-0. Uh, Raul Jimenez hit the post. Walcott McCarthy. scored. Walcott. McCarthy played... McCarthy, yeah. You see a shot? McCarthy. No, good save, sorry. Oh, sorry. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> what the goalkeeper's taking shots? Yeah, the goalkeeper's taking shots now. Um, yeah, he I'm thinking of Armstrong. Yeah. He pulled off a good save, sorry. Well, get Walcott scored, didn't he? Yeah, Walcott did score. Um, he seems to be doing all right back at his old club. So he's doing well. I think um, it was like his 15-year anniversary day or something. Yeah. From Was it on that game? He joined when he was in high school and his first goal in 16 years there or 15 years or something. Yeah, 15 yeah, well. years the goal. But um, He's yeah. one of the good guys, Walcott. I like him. Yeah, Raul Jimenez scored, uh, had a good shot. Um, they hit the post. Hit the post. And Pedro Neto. Pedro Neto came in. off the bench and scored as well. But um, yeah, I thought even game this was. Um, but to be fair to Wolves, 20 shots, 9 on target. They had the chances, but in terms of football-wise, I thought it was a little bit, a little bit even. A little bit even. But, yeah. but um, that brings up our match now. Oh, do we do predictions for this? Alex, you predicted 1-0 to Southampton. I predicted 2-1 to Wolves. And Aiden predicted 3-1 to Southampton. Yeah. Mate, goal uh, of the week. Goal of the week. Brad, please do announce. Uh, Mr. Solly March for his weak foot uh, yeah. top bins finesse. Not bad effort. at all. Um, we'll put that on the Instagram later on, so you can uh, check it out if you already haven't. Uh, do you want to run us through the team of the week, Alex? Yeah, team of the week. We have got... Um, we're going to go for a 4-3-3. I'm going to read this out just a tiny bit different. I'm going to read it from top to bottom. Strikers and back. don't know. I just feel like that would be a better idea. Um, up front, we got Dominic Calvert-Lewin for his double sh- goals. Played well also. Uh, Song and Jota out wide. I think you can't quite fault that. Um, who else we've got? We have got Kante, Rice, Bruno in the midfield. 
And then we've got, at the back, we have got Robbo. No, Tellez, sorry. We were discussing this all game between Tellez and Robbo, but... So Liverpool fans, jump Liverpool in fans. and uh, have it ripping at Alex, because yeah. he's chosen Tellez over Robbo. Which kind of does make sense in a way. And, um, <laughs> they got Milner they got Milner yeah. don't worry but you got Milner on the other side Zuma and centre back paired with who do we have Alioski Alios. was it Alioski no it wasn't Alioski oh Luca Dean it was Luca Dean we're going to chuck him at centre back Luca Dean here. big role here yep although he plays out wide we're going to full back we're going right, to stick him at the mate. back here and we've got Leno as well um, but yeah so that's our team in case you're wondering how we do our teams we do go off performances how we watch the games but we also do it's per, yeah, we, it's, per, it's a go, personal judgment it's a personal judgment and we do look at fantasy as well see who's gained the most points so it's a bit of both bit yeah of mixture both. um boys if you disagree with the teams though feel free to write on facebook comment <laughs> the statuses and abuse them yeah because it's yeah they're not saying it's the rum they're definitely the team of the week but it's just their opinion yeah and if you don't like it you'll probably get my spec savers comment <laughs> 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 um Anyway, moving on. Boys, I'm just going to quickly touch up here. I'm only going to read out the English results. We had Champions League this morning. Um, Chelsea, 2-1 win over Rennes. Then we had United, 4-1 win over Istanbul. Bashak, as we pronounce it. Um, Chelsea have gone through, Brad. Mate, first, Good to see. first team to go through. Not bad. Uh, Frankie Lampard, Showtime Blues, mate. Mm, indeed. Good group. Difficult group. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, last time I checked, Alex, mm. uh, the Spanish side Sevilla are in our group. And how did Sevilla, um, how did United manage to go to Sevilla last season? Well, mate? we obviously lost to them in the Europa final, mate. So therefore, you'd be third in our group. But we've, we're in the group of death and we are topping it at the moment, so I'm just saying. But Still a long way to go, mate. <laughs> exactly. Long way to go, each own words. <laughs> in the group stage. Overrated competition. Overrated competition. We'll get to your one in a minute. Um, Man City have got <laughs> Olympiacos away in Athens. Uh, Liverpool are home to Atalanta at Anfield. And we'll jump on to Thursday, Friday's fixtures. Not, much, not many people will be watching these ones. But we have got oh, Arsenal, Mould. Mould, is it Mould? Might as well be Mould. It's getting mouldy. Yeah. In Norway, yep. Sporting Braga are hosting Leicester City. Yep. Tottenham Hotspur are home to... Who are they home to? Luderex? Luderex. So, yes, they're the English game, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, what are your... Just quick view on your Europa situation. Yes. Matthew. Um, if I can recall correctly, we are undefeated. I bloody hope so, but yeah, yeah you are. Um, correct, well done. You'd hope so. Yeah. Every time we played dead in the Premier League, we've seen it play a little bit in Europa because we've got a lot of young guys. I saw the photos on Instagram today. The squad that went over there, there's a lot of young under-21s and under-23s playing, mm. so I'm hoping they get a chance because they they will bring a bit more creativity to the team. But yeah. the group stages don't mean much because at the end of the day, yeah, majority of the teams that challenge you after the group stages for our level of competition are going to be the teams that drop out of the Champions League. So yeah. you can't really judge until the round of 32 and onwards, but hopefully go a bit further this year. And I, don't know, I can see it being close. If we can perform... Us or Tottenham or mm-hmm. another one of the teams that drops down may have a chance of winning it, but we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah, interesting that. But yeah, no. But yeah, that's that from the quick Europe situation. Um, fantasy boys, how did we go? I know what I look. I'm moving up. Pretty I, sure I've gone above Brad. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I made I made two substitutions and transfers in mine. I I'm, put um, 
Kurt Zuma at the back, and I chuck Zet in the middle as well. So, so you can have to call yourself Chelsea FC, mate. I've only got two Chelsea players, so that. So just quickly, <laughs> up, just so the viewers know. So yeah, how'd you go? I'm 11th. Hmm. Brad's 13th, you're 14th. No way. Yeah. That's disgusting. So I've dropped so much, it's embarrassing. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, I love tits. It's coming first, mm. but no, he, he changed, changed his name to change name. name. Jake Levy, <laughs> you're in our first 81 points. Do we know Jake Levy? Uh, Jason's good mate. Oh, okay. Um, Son, 10 points. Vice-captain Fernandez, 11 points. Captain Calvert-Lewin, 26 points. Kane, 4. Fornarals, 6 points. Uh, Dean, Zuma, 6 and 8 points. Mendy in goal, 6 points as well. But the highest of the round, 119 points. This person, Captain Calvert-Lewin, 36. Nine points. Vice Captain Song, ten points. Fernandez, eleven points. Jota, nine points. Uh, Robbo, twelve. Pope, ten. Bellerin, nine. So yeah, not bad at all. Brad, how'd you go? Oh mate, Sh- oh, I wouldn't say shocking or under the average. Let's just put it that way. But yeah. What was the average this week? Fifty-five. Okay. It's going up. Captain Bamiang, four weeks in a row. That just shows you my uh, fantasy. You can't. I need get rid of activity him. at the moment. Get rid of him. Yeah, my fantasy yeah, activity. Get, yeah, get rid of a bummer. So, man. yeah, I'm not going to talk about my fantasy, but we'll move on uh, to pro clubs, Alex. God, it's a bit... It's a bit. Oh, well, it's been ages since we spoke about pro clubs. Yeah, well... We've been away. We've been away. At the, Target everyone at once. Yeah, pro yeah, clubs. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's been a bit busy as well. It's been a bit um, a bit hard in the past few weeks to play, so I don't think much has really happened. I think we're still in Division 3. Mm, I think... Um, Didn't we get to 2? We get relegated. No, we no, we, no we're still on 3. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought last time I checked with you guys, you said you got the two. I was like, wow, that's the highest we've been. No. No, it was, we got into three. We got oh, into three. We're, and we... Soon refused, to be into I think though. we refused to play a game because we wanted all the boys on. I think okay. we played... Because I remember playing on the PS5. I played a few games on the PS5, but I can't remember. That was like over a week ago now. Yeah. Mm. But um, but I don't think we played since then, so there's probably not, not much to report. Nothing yeah, really there's not much to happen, but yeah. might have a special guest from last week, Aiden, joined in as well. That'd be good. So, yeah. Plenty of all... Um, People coming through the board, but let's head to um, week. yeah this week's this weekend's fixtures match day. Um, ten. ten. Jesus Christ! Talk too much about Arsenal. I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what, boys. We're all looking at each other here, absolutely wrecked, aren't we? Like, yeah, I'm pretty buggered to be honest. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm buggered. I'm buggered as well. Like, I think yeah, I'm, we're all a bit buggered. I'm buggered. I got to travel loads tomorrow, anyway, so. But need the beauty sleep. Oh, big time. Um, probably go home have a coffee as well. <laughs> no. I mean, are you got a sponsor by a coffee brand yet? The amount of time you talk about coffee. Yeah, I know. I should do. No, guys, I was at the Hungry Monkey this morning. Walked yeah, in there. The I didn't even step foot in. Hi, Alex. How's it going? Good, thank you. How are you? Just makes you feel warmed and welcome. We are feeding we like 200 bucks a week. Large, food, large so latte? Yes, large latte. Thank you. Lovely. Had a bit of a yarn. It was good. There's nothing better. Walked out. Alex, you're back. I'm back. And I'm off. All right. See you next week. Catch you later. Just while we're doing shout-outs quickly, I get pestered every week by two of my mates that I go to the gym with that are frequent listeners. Okay. They also play in our Angus they, team. They have had shout-outs. They also in play episodes. in our Pro Clubs team. They may have given them a small shout-out, but I'm going to give them a little segment. Do a shout-out. Shout-out to Josh Noodles Roberts. Oh, Nudes. And Big shout Caleb Watmore. They're always bugging me. Next time you're on the boys' podcast, give us a proper shout-out. So everyone can I'll tell you names. what. Shout-out to the boys. Let's get the boys on. Yeah, I think we're gonna get a. We're gonna, we might we might develop a little uh, big zoom. Well, look, we, we could do a round table. We could do a a different different version of our round table. But look, we're gonna. What about we ideas. do the Kaima Anchors special? 
That could be done. That could be done. That definitely get could be anchor, done. Get some of the anchor boys the, in the and we, I, we can quite, go off topic like about stories questions. left. Um, any story you want to talk about yeah. can be discussed. Well, we should do that. Yeah, shout out to the boys. Absolute yeah. menaces on the weekend. Oh, I could imagine. Went hard. I could imagine. Both on opposite teams, but yeah. Yeah, right. Went hard. That was good. Um, let's head to match day 10 quickly and, and so we can wrap this up. Um, Selhurst Park, we've got Crystal Palace at Newcastle United, 7am kickoff. I'm enjoying these 7am kickoffs, by the way. It's a good way to start your weekend. Um, boys, thoughts? Uh, Palace have come off a loss. I don't think they des- I wouldn't say they deserve to lose the game against Burnley. Yep. Uh, I think they'll come out and play well again. Uh, I'm going to say 2-1 to Palace. 2-1 to Palace. Good. Matthew? I'll go 3-1 Newcastle. 3-1 Newcastle. I think this will be a nil or draw. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, Amex Stadium. Brighton are hosting Liverpool. Thoughts? Uh, I think be an interesting game. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say a draw. I really do want to say a draw. Yep. I think Brighton will really push Liverpool. I think they will, but yep. I don't think it'll be good enough, and I think Liverpool will win 1-0. Okay, very good. Matthew? I'll go 2-1 Liverpool. 2-1 Liverpool. Very good. Um, I think this will be 2-0 to Liverpool. 2-0. Um, at the Etihad Stadium, we've got Man City against Burnley. Matthew, start with you. Man City, Burnley. So they'll come back stronger after last week. 3-0 City. 3-0 City. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I agree. I'm going to go with that as well. 3-0 City. Especially um, Brad? I'm going to say 4-0 City. 4-0 City. Okay. Um, Goodison Park. Everton's got Leeds United. I can see this being 1-0 Everton. I think this will be an interesting game. Yeah, but it will be a good game as well. Good point. Uh, I think it's going to be... I think it Everton will win. I think they'll win 3-1. 3-1 Everton? I'm going to go 4-3 Everton. 4-3 Everton, yeah. Right. yeah. Um, the Hawthorns, West Brom are hosting Sheffield United. What a match. I reckon. Match of the round. I, bet you, I reckon Sheffield might get the first little dub. So I'm going to go 1-0 Sheffield. I'm say, Just giving them a bit of glory. I'm going to say 1-0. I one don't think they'll win. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say 0-0. Yeah. Okay. Um, St. Mary's Stadium, Man United is... Is away to Southampton. Um, I think United will win two one. I say two. I was thinking two one as well. Yep. To United. Yeah. I'll say two all. Just two. to be different. Okay, two all. Uh, match of the round: Stamford Bridge, London Derby, Chelsea, Tottenham. Brad, leaders away. Uh, well, Should team back to full strength. Well, looking yeah, looking at the team, um, our team for selection is back to full hundred percent strength. Yeah, right. Pulisic probably won't start. He'll probably be on the bench. Yep. But I think I'm expecting Havertz, uh, Thierry Silva, Ziyech, um, all to start. Kante to start. Everyone, um, other than Pulisic. Yeah. I think. I think we we should win this game. We should win this game. So I'm gonna say. I'm going to say 2-1 Chelsea. Okay, very good. Very I'm, good. I'm going to say 3-1 Chelsea. I'm going to go 1-0 Tottenham. I think it'll be close. Like 2-1, Spurs will be going for the draw and then I'm going to go. Chelsea I'm going to go different. 1-0 Tottenham. Tottenham get a dub. Disgusting. <laughs> it is sickening hearing that. Um, Arsenal. We've got Wolves at home. Matthew. 
Oh, I'm going to be positive even though I'm yawning. Um, I'm going to say 2-1. And Bamiang will get both. 2-1? Okay, yeah. very good. Just because it's at the Emirates. Yep. I'm going to say 1-0. One 1-0, all. One all. yeah, good shout that. Uh, I'm going to say 2-1 with you. Actually, yep. both. I like both. But I'll go 2-1. It'll Arsenal. depend on how we attack. I think Arsenal get the dub. Yeah. Um, King Power Stadium. Leicester City's got Fulham. And Scott Parker and his Barnet. Thoughts? Uh, I'm going to say... Oh, this is interesting. Uh, I'm going to say 3-0 Leicester. 3-0 Leicester. Cool. I'm going to say 5-1. 5-1. Leicester every now and then have that game in them where they just bury teams. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to say 5-1. Because every time I've been on here doing predictions, I've gone the... What the I safe think, route. The safe route never happens. So I'm going 5-1. Yeah, nice. I do that. Doesn't work. But. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Brad, I already you said, said that. Three nil, yeah. Yeah, see, I'm zoning out already. <sighs> Wednesday afternoon, boys. It's, it's Mate, hitting us hard. It's hitting hard. It's hitting, it's hitting hard. hard. Um, it feels like a Friday. It does, doesn't it? Um, yeah, I think Leicester win two nil, comfortable. Two nil. Uh, Olympic Stadium, West Ham has got Aston Villa, last game of the round. Two one West Ham. Two one West Ham. Um. 2-1 Villa. Nice. I'm going to say 3-2 Villa. 3-2 Villa. Yeah. So that brings us to the end of match day 10 and also brings us to the end of the podcast. What a podcast it was. Yeah, so we do apologise if we all seem a little bit flat today, but we're, I'll tell you what, this room is hot. I don't know about you. We're, we're in a sauna right now. Yeah, guys. we're in a sauna and yeah. we're all very tired. Pressure cooker. Yeah. That's but, it. But no... It, it's been good, boys. I look forward to this every week. Don't know about you guys, but it's good listen, good laugh, bit of banter. But, Matthew, thank you for coming on. No worries. Appreciate it. We'll get you on soon, soon again, I'm sure. Thank um, you. It's coming up to Christmas. It's exactly one month till Christmas, 25th of November. Crazy. 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 Um, I think we might we'll have to get a roundtable special going at Christmas, a little Christmas special. Yeah. be quite good to do. Secret Santa with yeah, the boys. Yeah, Secret Santa with the boys. Yeah. Um, a couple of bevies. That's it. Um... But yeah, that's all I've got to say. Um, Champions League tomorrow, um, Europa Thursday, Friday. Then we've got weekend of football. Then we'll be back next week. And no international break till 2021. Yeah, no international break till March. March 2021. How good is that? Oh, Buzzing. Brilliant. It's going to be loads of football. Transfer window's coming soon, so it's all happening. A lot to talk it's about. It's a lot to talk about. A lot of busy month. Um, yeah, we'll be back normal, regular time. Stay tuned. Follow us on our socials at the Wannabe Pundits. Leave us a comment on our goal of the week, team of the week, anything, any guests you want us to try to get in. We're organising the guests for next week. But yeah, it's all happening. Boys, any final words? Nothing, mate. No, just ready for uh, ready for dinner. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm ready for a shower. Yeah, I need a shower as well. <laughs> Very moist. Yeah, it's hot in here. Very moist. But yes, we'll talk to you guys soon. Tune in. Catch ya. Bon voyage. See you next week.